Hey, I'm Tommy. Konnichiwa, Tomo desu. You're listening to Football in English. Football in English. Hello, Tomo. Ohayo, Tommy. Genki. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Season got Oari Maste. Ato Champions League, Hitots des. Konya, Yadun deskedo. Dodata, Kon season, Tommy. Very, very strange, I think.、うん、yeah, it feels like maybe this is the season that everyone will forget.、うん、because of obviously no crowds. And I mean, yeah, it's just strange. 確かにね、変わったシーズンではあったけど、今年はあれだよね、この後、チャンピオンズリーグ終わって、ユーロが6月の2週目からスタートです。Yep, yep, I'm looking forward to that. Be, I think that will actually be really interesting tournament. And also, it's just the first time they're doing this format of many different places. Usually it's one or two countries. So,、uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that works, especially with COVID. 確かに、いろんな場所でやったら問題起きそう。Yeah.、Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who will be the first team to have to postpone a match because they're sick? Let's talk about offside. Since the introduction of VAR, teams have been left to lament what might have been if their striker's foot was one size smaller, if the ball had been played half a second sooner. Goals have been allowed and disallowed, sometimes seemingly at random, with referees and boos drawing lines on a screen, often taking minutes to come up with a decision. The immediate joy of scoring a goal has been replaced by let's wait for VAR. It feels like the thrill of football has been removed. So, how can we get it back? What is the solution to this offside mess? VAR が導入されて以来、サッカー関係者は嘆き続けています。もし、ストライカーの足がもう一回り小さかったら、もしくは、ボールがあと 0.5 秒早く出ていたらと、ゴールが認められたり、取り消されたりと、時にその判定は無作為のように見え VAR のブースにいる審判たちがスクリーンに線を引き判定を下すのに数分かかることもありますゴールを決めた瞬間の喜びはひとまず VAR 判断を待とうという言葉に変わりつつありますゴールが決まる瞬間のスリルがなくなってしまいましたがどうしたらそれらを取り戻せることができるでしょうかこのオフサイドの混乱を解決する方法とはというわけで今日のテーマはオフサイドと、えー、VAR の判定について話してみようと思います。何が問題なのか、もしくは、えっと、何かいい解決策はあるのかということを話したいんですけども、えー、今週ですね、日本でも JFA の会長の田島さんが、機械による自動化判定というのと、あとベンゲルさんによるオフサイドのルール改正というのがニュースに出て、まあ、日本国内でも話題になってます。で、改正後は、オフサイドラインに体の一部が残っていればオンサイドとみなされるというもので、まあ、これ自体はねサッカーのルールを大きく変化するんじゃないか変化を与えるんじゃないかっていうふうに言われていますなので富と一緒に今日いろんな問題と解決策をちょっと喋れたらなと思うんですけどもその前にいつも通り3つのワードを言ってみましょう First word I chose was controversial. コントロバーシャルよく聞くねこれね Mm. So, you'd say that was a controversial decision.、Mm. Uh, so, it's like debate, dispute about something that was, that was called. How do you say this in Japanese? Gilon, Moshka, Gis, Lonsol, Hikiokos, Mitan. So, Nagayone. 
Wow, yeah, that is long. <laughs> yeah, that's easier in English. Controversial. Controversial. だから両方の意見が出やすいってやつだよね。その賛成と反対が。Mm. Yeah, and you hear this all the time with offside and VAR. Controversial decision. Second one we picked was automated or automatic. So automated is the verb and automatic is the noun. Uh, basically, it means starting or moving something independently. So, like the car wash is automated, like a computer. 自動化されたという automated は動詞で、えー、automatic は自動化という名詞ですね。Mm. And the final word is determine. So, to choose, to make a decision. The IOC will determine whether the Olympics will go ahead. ね。どうすんだろうね、これね。トピックを。I chose this one for a reason. まあだから、決定する、デタマイン、決定するっていう単語だけど、えー、まあ IOC がオリンピックをやるかどうか、決定するって書いてあるんですけど、うん、まあこれはね、ちょっとトピックでやらないといけないやつですね。Yeah, determine. This is also used in, in football a lot, you know, the assistant referee determined the striker was offside, things like that. And in fact, it's the title of our first part of this show. How are offsides determined by VAR? というわけで、えーっとまあ、どんなふうに VAR が、えー、決定される、反転の時に決定されるかっていう話をしていきたいと思うんですけども、えーまあ、VAR、リーグによって基準が結構違うんだよね。うん、yep. だから、まあ、みんなが同じシステムを使おうとなると、まあ、かなり資金と人手と、まあ、あと機械も使ってるのでそれはかなり難しいんじゃないかっていう話なんですけど今回はプレミアリーグの、えー、VAR の話をちょっとしてみたいと思います、えー、プレミアリーグの VAR の部屋こうなんかいつも試合前に映し出される部屋があると思うんですけどあの部屋の中でオフサイドの時どんな風なこうな作業をしてるかっていうのをちょっと富に説明してもらおうかなと思います Yep, so I'm sure everyone's seen the lines drawn on the screen and all those things we were talking about earlier. There are actually two levels,、うん、which they call grid line and crosshair. Grid line to crosshair. これ日本語ね難しかったんだけどね。なんかこう格子線って言って線を引く一本の線と crosshair はなんかこう拳銃の銃を撃つときに合わせるようなえっと十字架になってるような印を下に引くみたいな感じかな。うん。Yeah, vertical and horizontal lines、うん、we call crosshair.、Uh, so grid line is two dimensional and、uh, it's used for quick and obvious offside decisions where, you know, striker is clearly offside. そうね。だから線を引いてパッとわかるものは、えー、2D って言われてるもので、まあ、一番みんなが覚えてるのは、えー、2年前のチャンピオンズリーグ準決勝のアグエロの立ち位置がまあ、誰が見てもオフサイドだったっていうところを、まあ、ビデオで見てあれはもうだから線を引かなくてもアグエロはまあ出てますみたいな話で J リーグはちなみにね、えー、っと 3D ラインを使ってないらしいんで 2D だけでやってるらしいです。Right, okay.、うん、Same in Australia actually.、うん uh, and so that 3D, that's the crosshair.、Uh, so this is where you see the VAR drawing lines on the screen. They draw, well, there's two lines. There's one for the attacker, one for the defender.、うん uh, and then there's also a 3D vertical line, which they, you've seen them draw up and down.、うん uh, it goes to you know, their head or their arm, something that's not、uh, touching the ground. だからこのクロスヘアっていうのは 3D で引かれてるラインで、まあ、ディフェンダーのラインと、えー、フォワードのラインがこう2本引かれてまず
、でそこから体が一番出てるところを、えー、ピッチの下の方に引いて、まあ、さっき言ったそのクロスヘアってこう十字架のマークが下に表示されてどっちが出てるかみたいな話だよね。So, the lines, the two lines that they, you see at the feet usually,、uh, they are, they're yellow and black. And when it's yellow and black, it means the decision has not been finalized. And those lines can still be edited. てて yep. And when the VAR is 100% happy, the offside line will turn from yellow to green or red. Green meaning onside, red meaning offside. Green is OK. だいえー、とオンサイドですと。で、赤になってるとオフサイドになってますよってことだね。That's right.、Uh, and then this is a, an often discussed point the width of the lines. So the actual lines are one pixel wide on the screen、uh, and they're made thicker for TV. うん、うん、But the thickness actually doesn't matter. Apparently, I, I didn't know this until I researched, but うん、うん uh, in the Premier League, they just draw one pixel line and it could be 10 pixels, but it still doesn't really matter. うんうん uh, they don't actually use that. The ones that we see are different. 難しいよね、このワンピクセルって。どれぐらいの、ね、太さかって説明するの難しいけど、まあ本当はもっと細い線が引かれてるんだよね。Yeah, I think the important part is that the pictures that we see,、うん、you, they look maybe like 10 pixels wide. うん、うん、they're, they're not the lines that the referee uses. もっと細い線が。FIFA TV の、ね、YouTube 見たけど、めちゃめちゃ細く線が引かれてた。けどテレビ用には多分見えないからテレビでは。Exactly. もっと Especially、ね、if, you're, if you're in a pub and you know you're 10 meters from the TV,、うん、you can't see that. So they made them thicker for TV. これ僕らの,その怒りの原因だよね。もうほぼ一緒じゃんって思うもんね。うん、その太く。That's right. Yeah. Well, and so this is an important point. In the Netherlands,、うん、if those lines are touching,、うん、the player is onside. The Premier League, it doesn't matter if that line is further. It's really hard to explain on a podcast. You always、うん、need to look at them.、Uh, but in the Premier League, that's offside. Yeah, and I was trying to find some、うん、information about this, but I couldn't actually find that confirmed anywhere. I think うん、うん、that's almost a, a rumor from an English newspaper. Yeah, I couldn't find anything backing up that claim うん、うん、other than. If the lines are touching, they're onside. So I'm not sure. It's, it's hard to know.、Uh, the next part is the cameras. In the Premier League, they have five cameras、uh, the main wide camera that we usually see, then two cameras at the 18 yard box, and two at the goal line camera.、Uh, at the goal line. So five cameras in total.、Uh, and this basically. Exactly. That's why Japan and Australia don't have this、うん、level of 3D. Uh, this helps when a player is obstructed. So, you know, if you can't see someone's foot because there's another player in front of them,、mm-hmm. then you've got another camera to calibrate and you can work it out. Yeah, it gets pretty technical when you get to this point. And finally, the cameras are 50 frames per second, which I think this is the most important part because when you're talking about a millimeter offside, one frame makes a difference. So, yeah. ね、ボールが離れた瞬間がまずどこかっていうのも見ないといけないから本当にこのシャ,シャッターのスピードはもっと速くないといけないし、うん、それはねすごいやっぱいいカメラを使う必要があるだろうしそれをみんなが揃えるっていうのはすごい大変なことかなっていう感じですよね。Yep, exactly. so, let's talk about some of the problems that we see. ねだからファンとして
まあね、現場の人の声はまた違うかもしれないけど、まあ、僕らサッカーファンがテレビを通じて見た時のこの VAR オフサイドの問題はいろいろあるかなと思うんですけど何だと思う I don't know. It's hard to celebrate a goal properly these days. どうしてんのトミーその ?80% ぐらいで喜んでんの ?Maybe 100% for like three seconds and then. <笑>、oh. so, yeah! Oh, wait, VAR. そうだね。Oh, 確かにもう待たないといけないってことだよね。そのだ2回喜んでんのいつも。Well, no, so that's right. That's where、うん、no. You just kind of like clap. Like, oh, yeah, good, good goal. Like, there's, there's no.、Uh, it just takes away that, that scene. And I think. Maybe if the crowds were in this season, it would have been even worse. Because at the ground, I don't know. That's, that's what makes football. So, that's right. And then, it's long. It's too long. Yeah,、uh, like three, four minutes sometimes.、ね、if it takes that long, then that surely means he's on side. You can't、うん、tell. Like, it's not like a long time. もっと長く感じるもん yeah, I mean, that's probably taking into account the obvious ones.、うん、If you, you know, oh, yeah, he's onside,、うん、then that finishes quickly. But the ones that are a little bit controversial、うん、are the ones that take the longest time.、うん、and、uh, yeah, it's just it, it's too long. And then the other problem with that is stoppage time typically doesn't take into account these. それさ、すごい疑問なの。J リーグも見てても、その VR やるでしょ僕自身がこのオフサイドの VR 判定に、まあ、疑問点というか、まあ、一番不思議に思っているのは、まあ、自分が、ね、こう好きでサッカー見に行ってスタジアム行った時に一番何が起きてるかわからないってことだよね。ゴール取り消されたけど、うん、こうずっとこう審判が耳に手を当てててまあ、それを待ってないといけなくてで、そのオフサイドの判定はオンフィールドレビューしないから、もう本当に var のあの部屋の人に任せます。みたいな感じなので、まあその疑問1番の疑問点は審判の人より var の中の人の方が力持ってるように見えるからで、その人たちの顔見えないじゃん。あの試合前のさ映像を映るでしょ。誰がやってるか分かんないっていうのも<笑>その後ろの姿しかこう映んないから、yeah. こう誰がこう判定してんだろうっていうのが一番疑問かなよく分かんないから yeah,、うん well, I think with your point it's almost the VAR is now in charge of the match、うんね、the referee doesn't really matter そうだよね yeah it's just VAR so だから I agree with that 誰がやってんのかなっていうのもそうだしあともう一個すごい気になるのが選手たちが抗議するときに審判じゃなくてもう VAR に抗議してるように見えるっていうかそのすぐにこう駆け寄ってってそのビデオチェックしてくれ、うん、多分抗議してるから
本当のこう会話してる相手がこのビデオの,その向こう側にいる人にみんな喋ってるように思えるからなんかこれがすごい多分スタジアムで見ててもよくわかんないかなと思うしまあだからあのテニスの試合とかやっぱ分かりやすいじゃん、yeah. あ今何起きてこれが起きてんだみたいな感じでしっかりこう見,え見える判断をされるからまあ今のはベストなんじゃないと思うんですけどまあここからね僕らがちょっとこんな解決策があるんじゃないかと言われてるっていう話をしていくんですけどまあいろいろあるんだよねそのこうしたらいい、yeah, ああしたらいいっていうのは。There's quite a few ideas that are coming out to fix it.、Mm. Uh, the first one is the margin of error. Increase the margin of error. 日本語はね、誤差の範囲を残すって感じ。だから、まあ、ある程度のこうちょっとした余白を残すって感じかな。First one of that is daylight. People often talk about needing daylight between an attacker and a defender, which means basically a gap. なんだろうね、その判断をもうちょっと曖昧にするってとこかもしれないよね、これね。It doesn't really feel like it solves the problem for me, it just creates a, a different problem.、うん uh, another one is thicker lines, so we talked about the size of the lines.、うん、I, I'm not sure about this,、うん、but the UEFA president said one centimeter is not offside.、Uh, we need to make the lines thicker, basically, was he, he was complaining about. So I'm not sure. Thicker lines doesn't, again, it doesn't seem to really solve the problem. だからさっきちょっと喋ってた線を太くするってことだよね。Mm, yep. ね、we'll talk about that. Okay, so maybe we'll jump on to Arsene Wenger's solution because、mm-hmm. I think my opinion on this one covers all of these so far.、Mm. Uh, but Arsene Wenger basically said he wants to change it from currently, if any goal scoring part of your body is beyond the defender, it's offside. So if your head is past the defender, offside. Arsene Wenger wants to make it the opposite where any goal scoring part is. Behind the defender, you're onside.、うん、Can you explain that in Japanese? これはね、すごい変わるんですけど。<笑> yeah. えっと、まあ、なんかもう議論終わってるから、これ採用してみるっていう話らしくて、えっと、体の一部がちょっとでも出てたら今まではオフサイドだったけど、えっと、出て、体も全、ほとんど出てて、ちょっとだけディフェンダーに残ってたらオンサイドになるっていうので、もうこかなりだいぶ変わるよね。Yeah, I mean, this is massive. Yeah, exactly.、うん、Two meters potentially. But it, it still it doesn't fix the problem. You're going to have literally the same problem, but it's just going to be the other side.、うんうん、you're checking if there, you know, it'd be one millimeter, his boot、うん、is on side. Like, it's the same, same problem, just different angle. Exactly. Yeah.、うん、so I can't see how this is the best solution that Arsene Wenger came up with. なん,なんでこんなアイデアが浮かんだんだろうね、ベンゲルね。<笑> yeah, I think like it's kind of obvious to think of it this way, but really it doesn't make sense.、うん uh, do, you, do you have any opinion on that? えっとね、どんだけ変えんねんっていう感じですね。だから、その<笑>今だ自分がサッカーやっててさ、もう全然違う感覚になるから、これディフェンスの人どうやって守るんだろうなっていう感じだし、なんかこれ知らない間に、まあ、議論は終わってて、試しにやってみる。ことに決まってるらしいんですけど、えー、中国の株リーグでそう試験的に導入されて、yeah. まあこれベンゲルが曰く2022年はこれで行くっていうね来年のカタールワールドカップ。Well, so this is coming on to our next points,、uh, which yeah, so he wanted to use this in combination with semi-automated offsides and fully automated offsides. So these are solutions three and four. Let's talk about semi-automated first. So basically, there's Hawkeye, that's the company that makes、uh, the goal line technology. They do the tennis, they、mm. do cricket, they do a bunch of sports. 
they're making apparently something that can automate offsites. So it's got cameras. It's, it's complicated. I don't really understand how it works, but uh, it says the system uses automated ball detection, limb tracking, and further algorithms, along with the help of artificial intelligence, to produce a three-dimensional model of a player's position to make a decision. このだからホークアイっていうのを作った会社は儲かるだろうなっていう感じですけど<笑>ゴールラインテクノロジーはねこの会社がやってて、えーまあ、みんながみんなゴールラインテクノロジーまだ採用してなくて多分高いかららしいんだけど2000万ぐらい1台するらしくて、うん、それをこうみんなが使,使えないから使ってる国と使ってない国ができてるらしいんですけど、まあ、それを同じようなシステムを使ってオフサイドかどうかを、えー、反自動的に。えー、っと判断していこうっていう話でこれねど,どう思うトミーうまくいくと思う Well, yes,、うん、I, but I, I do.、うん、This was actually, I, I think I mentioned on the referees episode, maybe.、うんうんうん、I wanted an automated system. My, my initial thought was you put chips in boots and balls and you track players that way. But this one sounds very expensive. Um, so, we'll talk about our, you know, what we think at the end. I think it's a combination of a few solutions, maybe.、Mm-hmm. Um, just, just to point out the difference between semi automated. Semi automated, you know, like semi means like. Hanbun. Yeah,、mm-hmm. a little bit automated or partly automated.、Mm-hmm. Uh, semi automated, basically, the computer will send a message to the VAR,、mm-hmm. the VAR will send a message to the assistant referee,、mm-hmm. and then they'll put their flag up.、Mm-hmm. Fully automated is the same technology, but instead of the VAR being there, the computer will just send a message to the assistant referee's watch and they put their flag up. Just go straight to the referee. <laughs> you don't need the flag and the assistant. Just let the assistant be looking after the, the, the line and any fouls. Because if you don't. Need to watch offsides as an assistant referee, you're going to see more of the match. You're going to be able to help the referee better. So I think this is definitely the way forward. But the goal line technology was the reason why the World Cup goal was in the game. But the goal line technology was not in the game. So I'm going to say that the goal line technology was in the game. っていうところまで来てるけどどれが正しいのかっていうのはゴールラインテクノロジーはなんかうまくいってる気がするけどねなんかね Yeah, there's been、うん、one incident in the Premier League but other than that it's been perfect ね I think The final solution just to quickly mention would be just to scrap VAR for offsides just don't use VAR let the assistant referee do it 戻るってことだよね昔にうんそれはないんじゃないのど,どう Okay, so let's talk about <笑> my solution here Is for the leagues that can afford it, fully automated offsides. うん、うんね、Premier League, Bundesliga, La Liga, they have the money,、うん、they can do that. For any league that doesn't have the money to do that, J League, A League, scrap VAR for offsides unless it is clear and obvious. はいはいはい、はい、if, the, if the striker is 100% offside,、うん、the VAR tells the referee.、うん But don't go drawing any more lines on screens. We don't need that level.、うん、Let the assistant referee do it. That, that's my opinion. That's, I think, the solution. Like, yeah, exactly.、うん、you know, I don't know. What do you think? 
や、今の良かったよ。そのお金あるチームは、このフル自動化でやっていきましょうっていうのはすごいいいと思うし、まあ、逆にこれできないクラブは、なんか中途半端にね、こう、真似してたらうまくいかないんだなと思うから、僕自身はこの J リーグ見てて、あの、そんなに悪くないなって思うの。けど、プレミアリーグを見ると、もっと細かくやってるから、苛立ちが増してるような気がするから。Yeah, so that's, that's maybe the other solution is just don't, like I said there, only if it's clear and obvious, 100% offside, then get involved. But otherwise, the lines just make it more complicated, I think. うん、すごい思う。だから、それが VR の人が主観で決めてるっていうか、レフェリーが決めてない、一番初めに戻るけど、VR の人が決めてるように思えるから、そこがなんか基準が割と人によっても曖昧だし、なんかね、そこが一番こう,うまくいってないような気がするっていうのはあるかな、うん、今回、これは。Yep. そうね。で、まあ、そもそもこのルール変更、まあ、VR を入れますとか、オフサイドをいろいろ変えますっていうのは誰がやってるかっていうのをちょっと調べてみたんですけど、えー、日本語では国際サッカー協議会というところがありまして、これね、えー、FIFA の一部だったけど、まあ、今独立して、もう独立組織としてなってるんですけど、まあ、誰が、その、この IFAB っていうんだよね、英語で。うん、IFAB。IFAB。IFAB っていう,こう組織があるんですけども、えー、まあ、イギリスの1886年にロンドンで初めてその会議が行われて、ルールどうしましょうかっていうのが、このね、パブ行ったことあるんだけどね、あの、レッサースクエアにあるの。<笑>でそこでルールを決めてで後に FIFA が入ってきたからだからこのなんかイギリス人たちが強いんですよメンバー今もイングランドスコットランドウェールズアエ北アイルランドの人たちが4人選出されてでもうさらに4人が FIFA から送られてくるので全員で8人でルールを決めてるらしいんですけどえルール変更の時は4分の3だから8分の6の人が賛成したらルール変更がなされますっていう感じでサッカーのルールがいつも変わってていろいろルール変更を調べてみたんですけどトミー覚えてるルール変更あるどれか。Yeah, there's a few. So this is actually talked about a lot recently.、Uh, David Ellery,、uh, he's getting a lot of heat, would say. Many people hate him, as you see in my comments.、Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of him either. He's made 178 changes to the laws in about five years.、うん、yeah,、ね、since he came in, this is, this is what him becoming the head of IFAB、うん、is what changed everything.、うん、yeah, crazy. And they,、うん、they're going to change more this year again because、うん、of the problems. Like handball. Uh, I mean, they've changed handball probably 30 times、mm. <laughs> in those, those years. Just, you know, it's just too much touching. Football's been around for so long. We don't need to touch it like this. Yeah, それぐらいのインパクトがあるんじゃないかなっていうふうに言われてるんですけど、うん、2016年にデイビッド・エレレさんがこのさっきの国際サッカー協議会の、まあ、ボスになってそっからやっぱすごい変わってるかな VAR も入れてるしサッカーすごい変わらないルールのものだったけど
見てない人分かんなくなってくるよね、だんだん。どんどん。Well, <笑>ね、<笑> can you explain handball? Right now, could you explain what handball is? 分かんない今。説明できる<笑>肩のあれでしょ線を引いて、そこからハンドじゃないみたいなやつでしょ、uh, So what if the ball hits your leg and then your hand? Is that handball? Do you know? Like no one knows anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just did my referee's course. I don't know. I still don't know what actual offside,、uh, what handball is. It's just crazy. They've, they've, they've messed up handball massively. Handball is ね、ね、and it's going to change again.、うん、so, yeah, handball is a crazy one. It shouldn't be this complicated. ねね mm. So, anyway, I, I don't like what IFAB's becoming. It feels like they like the power and they want to make changes,、mm-hmm. which is bad. That's not what we need in football. Anyway, so yeah, offside for me, I think, as I said before, the solution is fully, automa- fully automated in the big leagues and then just back to regular offside. Assistant referee put their flag up, finished. So, yeah. そうこの番組始まる前にトミーから提案いただいたんですけどユーロ期間の時に、まあ、かなり短い番組を5分から10分ぐらいのやつを何本か週に上げてみようかっていう話をしているので来週ねプレビューをどんな大会になるかっていうのを1本取ってで1ヶ月間は分かんないけどね夜中起きてられるか<笑><笑> yeah. Yeah. I haven't asked my girlfriend yet. She won't be happy. Well, yeah, I'm going to be happy. So, I'm going to be happy. 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 Google でサッカー英語ポッドキャストと調べていただけると我々のホームページが出てくると思います。そちらにお便りを待ちしております。それではまた来週です。バイナー